0: Hi, this is Dr. Meg Hayworth, holistic psychologist and nutrition strategist, and you're listening to Get Well Soon podcast series, the show that explores how to heal yourself with food and the power of the mind. Hi, everybody. Dr. Meg Hayworth here. Thank you so much for listening to Get Well Soon podcast series. And please take a moment to like, subscribe, and leave a review here on iTunes. Also, please listen to other shows with top trailblazers in health and wellness today, like Joe Cross from Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead and JJ Virgin, celebrity nutritionist and four-time New York Times bestselling author. Then head on over to my website at meghayworth.com to get your three free gifts to help you heal the mind-body connection between adverse childhood experiences and chronic illness. You'll also get onto my newsletter, and you'll get to hear about more podcasts like this one. Um, today, I'm really excited. I am Having a discussion today with Marsh Ingle. She is an acclaimed visionary pioneer and a leading authority in the field of women's success, bridging both the internal and external aspects of female power and contribution. A multi published author of the best selling Amazing Woman book series and award winning entrepreneur. Her work and multi decade research promotes practices to set free higher success in career, in business, and in life. In 2016, Marsh served as an elected delegate to the United States of Women. I love this. I get choked up when I'm saying this here. Um, An acclaimed leadership program sanctioned by the White House and led by First Lady Michelle Obama. She has shared the stage with best-selling authors, including Don Miguel Ruiz and Marianne Williamson, and the acclaimed journalist uh, Maria Shriver. Marsh is the founder of Amazing Woman Nation, an organization powered by Marsh Ingle Media, a diversified media company devoted to enhancing the lives of women by designing lifestyle content, training programs, and products positioned to impact millions. So welcome to the show, Marsh Ingle.
1: Oh, Meg, I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for the invitation. Oh my gosh, you're so welcome. So uh, this kind of came about, I, I met you years ago at your Amazing Women event at Beverly Hills Hotel, and then Marianne Williamson was speaking that day. It was a wonderful, very memorable day. I met some amazing people Um and uh, and then I have been following you on Instagram and I love your posts. They thank just- you, thank you. I love
1: the idea that an amazing Women's Day program brought us together because that was probably mm-hmm. about what about seven years ago, maybe. Yeah, five like- years ago, seven years ago. Time mm-hmm. goes so rapidly, but I love the idea that we were brought together through an amazing Women's day program initially, uh, mm-hmm. because what we're talking about today is following our passion, following our purpose. And, uh, at a time that's especially difficult perhaps for us to see our purpose or relate to our purpose. And amazing woman's day actually was birthed through a major transformational experience in my own life ah, and became great. a global movement. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just, um, the idea, mm-hmm. the I think the intention, uh-huh. the timing, the desire, uh, and I will say my own need, my own desire, my own intention to discover what it is to be an amazing woman. That's where the birth of Amazing mm-hmm. Woman's Day came, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it it grew from there.
0: Yeah, I was wondering about that. You know, like what what is your background that that. Uh, or is there a story you'd like to share with listeners of overcoming something in your own life um, to help them, you know, understand it's, you know, when we get to where we are and the work that we do as women in the world, um, there are a lot of experiences we go through to get there. Is there there one that you can share that was a, a story of overcoming
1: I definitely, I think just going to, with the Amazing Woman's Day Mm -hmm. uh, conversation, it's, um, I was a television and film marketing consultant. And what that meant was I built audiences for the release of television and film products. And I did it through consumer communication. So I'm, I'm saying that because I've often reflected back on if I had not had that background, how would I have ever imagined creating a movement? How would mm-hmm. I have ever imagined creating something that would be, uh, you know, have collaborative partners? And so I say that to say that our early years, our early experience is so significant in shining light on our purpose, shining light on what we're really here to bring forth and how we can share our, I always say, share our love with the world, because that's really what we're doing. Ultimately, we're sharing our love, our our passions yeah. with the world. And mm-hmm. I, my mother, who was a very influential figure in my life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, died on January 15th, 1999. And a a bit of a spiritual conversation for us now is that my Mm -hmm. mother and my grandmother, as I was sitting in what I called my mother's room at my mom and dad's home, my mom had one room that she was filled with statues of angels. And my mom was Mm -hmm. very, very, probably my first spiritual mentor, Uh my first, maybe even a shaman. Yeah, healer. She was my first mentor, and she had this room that was just beautiful, just very feminine, and just a beautiful space. Um, you know, we didn't have a large home, but uh, in in this the space we did have, she had a room dedicated to where she would go and and be with um, the things she loved. So I was sitting in that room, and I was sitting in the middle of the bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, really. Missing my mom, mourning my mom uh, in great grief because she had just passed. And it was a big surprise. No one was expecting it. And my mother and my grandmother in spirit came through and said to me loud and clear, just as clear as as though you and I were sitting and speaking together, I heard, it's a search for the amazing woman. Marsh, this is your time. This is your time. A search for the amazing woman. Okay. And I know, don't you have? I know it was like, oh my gosh! And I thought, what does that mean? What what would that mean to me? A search for the amazing woman, and I began with something that was so important. But at the time, I realized it was important, but did not realize how important it would be to the future that I would be living. And that is, I wanted to write the eulogy to my mother. I wanted to write it and deliver it. Now, what we have to remember is I was not a speaker. I was not a writer. I had never written any books on women. I had done no research. I I was like as far away from that who I am today as you can Mm -hmm. imagine. And I started writing my mom's eulogy. I wrote this beautiful story, Mm -hmm. a dedication to my mother a dedication to her life, a celebration of who she was, what she'd been to me, what she'd been to so very many people as a, um, a just a beautiful, loving person. And I wrote this story. I wrote this and I, I delivered it as a eulogy. And then I went on my way to interviewing people basically on what is it that leads you to your purpose what is it that is creates a meaning in your life what is it that mm-hmm. you feel passionate about or have you found a sense of purpose and if you have how did you do it and if you haven't what do you feel is blocking that view mm-hmm. and i'm going to tell you mate what happened during that those interviews is i realized that there was a transformation that was happening there was a transformation in those conversations and in those interviews. And I, I coined the phrase transformational interviewing because when I sat with someone and I began to ask the questions, I could see transformation taking place in them. But what's more is by asking those questions, I was opening up a deeper understanding within myself of who I am and what my purpose is. So the dialogue, the questioning dialogue of an interview format of a Mm transformational interview became something that was so transformative for everyone I spoke with as well as myself. So my Mm -hmm. search for the amazing woman and my, it began with my mother's passing and then the drive or the desire, the deep igniting of a fire within me that said, Discover more, and discover it by speaking to people. But discover it by re- looking at the reflections of others. Do it by um, uh, finding finding the passion within them, and and maybe even borrowing upon that passion to ignite more of that passion within yourself. And before I knew it, literally, I had this collection of stories, and a book came from that. The first wow. "Amazing Woman, Amazing World" book mm-hmm. came from that within a very short period of time um, after my mom's passing. Within within about eighteen wow. months, it was published, and I, you know, I look back on that still with great awe, and yeah. awe comes from how is it that something as heartbreaking, an experience that's heartbreaking, a pivotal moment in our life and when we look deeply within ourselves and we listen deeply and we look for what is this what is the gift within this experience mm-hmm. that will help me to step out and share more of myself discover more of myself be more of who i am share more of what i've come here to share how is it that i can begin to find the find the the gift i think within that mm-hmm. experience to be able to to lead me forward into the next steps of my life, and that's um, that. Then was the birth of Amazing Woman's Day.
0: Wow! From and that, that's amazing then, too, because of the it was like a spiritual awakening um, that came from spirit side, you know. And and so many of us have that, and people get really confused by that, and they think, oh, I just made that up, or you know. But it was a very profound moment where you had. Uh, the, the female line, your ancestors, um, speak to you and say, basically give you what, this is what you're doing with your life next, even though you couldn't see that at that moment. But I wouldn't even have imagined it. I
1: wouldn't have imagined it. And it Mm -hmm. took uh, the search for the amazing woman. You know, if you listen to that sentence, a search for the amazing woman, is that a search outside of me for women? Is that a search within Mm -hmm. me for my own amazing womanhood? Is that, what is that exactly? So it took on many different definitions along the way and continues to I still do a search for the amazing woman within myself and in celebrating others that I recognize that I'm inspired by and moved by just as I am you And when I was talking with you about your your Uh books that you have out and the good work that you're bringing forth in the world and the 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 support that you give to um Many, many people and many women. I I'm inspired by that. It inspires me. It fires me up.
0: Mm-hmm. And I always
1: say, I get fired up and let's go do something great in the world. You know, the more yeah. we can fire each other up uh-huh. by being all we can be, then the more we can, um, you know, lift our lift our consciousness, lift our communities, lift our culture of of yeah. uh, women's lives and women's success. And so I think there's it's all interconnected.
0: Yeah. And you said something very important too that I think um, a lot of people look at leaders like yourself and they think, oh, well, she's arrived. She's already there. She's, you know, she's done. And it's just like, it's not how it is because you're really always in that asking yourself again and again, what makes me amazing? Where is that amazing woman inside of me? And how do I expand her?
1: Exactly, and also expand the contribution. You know, we're always—I feel—we're constantly being called to to bring forth even more of who we are. And when we're being called to step out and share more of who we are, that also means that there's a letting go process. There's a a a clearing and a. uh, Gosh, an inner evolution of the way we define ourselves, the way we see ourselves, the way we see our ability to make a difference in the world—the way everything—it's—it's it's a continual, uh, a continual steps forward along the way, a continual evolution. So many times, especially uh, you know, we're sitting at a pandemic for about six months now, and yeah. I found many of my clients as well as myself were thrown, it was like, okay, hold on a minute. There's something Mm -hmm. shifting within me. And then that shift within me said, what's a bigger vision of who I am and how, you know, the the footprint of transformation that I wish to leave in the world. And then Mm -hmm. also, how do I fit into the future? How do I fit, you know, everything was turned upside. I always see this vision of a snow globe, you know, this snow globe. Yeah, and, I use that one too. Yeah. Thinking, I mean, it's like the perfect, perfect vision is that I've got this yeah. snow globe in front of me and I thought I had a clear path of knowing. Yeah. Um, and many of my clients, the same, we thought we, okay, we've, we have a clear path of knowing exactly, you know, the work that we wish to bring forth, mm-hmm. the, the, the voice and who we are um, as, as a, um, a woman leader or a woman yeah. entrepreneur or just Uh a woman as a a person in the world, right? (laughs) And uh, then the pandemic hit and the snow globe appears before me and it's all shaken up and slowly, slowly the view has clarified. And um, I believe I'm still in that process of what is it I want to invest my time in? What is it that matters Mm -hmm. most to me? What are some of the gifts and talents that wish to emerge within me uh, that yeah. I've denied. And when I say we, yeah, me, I mean, all of us, you know, what is that mm-hmm. those gifts and talents that wish to emerge within all of us right now that maybe yeah. we've forgotten or, um, overlooked. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. And how can you use that to, uh, nourish other women and, um, Fulfill the needs that they're looking for, you know, the thing that you have that you can give to them. And, you know, the show is entitled Four Questions That Will Change the Way You Create Your Future. And I love that you chose the word create. I actually put it in big letters in my notes um, because it's something that I think is really important for people to understand. You know, I, a lot of people, I think, have if, if kind of they're in, they're in their awakening. They feel like they're in a cocoon. They don't know where things are going to go next. Um, but being the creator of your own experience is a very important part of this. And so can you, can you talk to listeners about, about what you mean um, by creating your future? I agree
1: with you. It's a very important statement to realize that we have the power -hmm. to make choices. We have the power to define who we are. We also have the power to look deep within ourselves and bring forth, you know, I'm a a, I like to think of myself as a trailblazer and I like Uh to think of many of my clients as pioneering. So when I say that trailblazing or pioneering, it's really going deep within ourselves and finding ideas or finding insights that may not be popular in the, the today's culture or necessarily yeah. spoken a lot about, but we feel called to create that. We feel called to create a, a path for ourselves and for others. Uh, let me give you an example of when Amazing Woman's Day, I'm going to stay within that that vein of thought is that when amazing woman's day and the conferences came to me. Um, and I don't know that if you know this or not, I've done a lot of interviews about it, but I haven't spoken for a while about Mm -hmm. it. Now that the pandemic, I'm speaking more about it again. And that's the term feminine success or feminine leadership. And back in 1999, when my mom passed, Mm -hmm. The word feminine next to success or the word feminine next to leadership was not accepted. It wasn't seen. They wanted it to be female leadership or Mm -hmm. women's leadership. And I said, no, there's something about feminine Mm -hmm. leadership. And all of my advisors had big pushback and said, I won't be taken seriously. I won't be taken, um, you know, that no one wants to hear about feminine success. You know, no one understands what you're talking about. And I said, I'm being called to create that, though. I'm being called mm-hmm. to look within myself and mm-hmm. understand what is it to be a feminine leader? What is it to, to practice f- feminine principles to create success. What is that? I need to know that because I've not lived it yet. And I, that's, I'm being called to learn it. And then I'm being called to create it. And then I'm being called to, to share it with others so that we Mm -hmm. can create a new pathway of create. Now today we hear a lot about feminine success, feminine, feminine, and then fill in the blank after that feminine, lots of things. But back in 1999, that was a very big conversation, and mm-hmm. I remember one of my first events um, in, in Los Angeles was at the Skirball Cultural Center, and it was 300 mm-hmm. women at Skirball Cultural Center. Wow, and, That's great. Um, my advisors, again, no one's going to want to hear about feminine leadership. No one wants to hear about feminine success. And I said, well, I'm called to do it. And if I'm going to do Amazing Woman's Day, I have to stay true to my vision. That's the other thing is that we're being called right now to look in. And what am I being called to create? That's the question we have to ask ourselves is, what am I being called to create? What is being I'm being called to create through me? What is my life experience driving me to share with others? How can I create through that, through those eyes, through that experience? And Mm -hmm. so I went ahead with the um, Amazing Women's Day Feminine Success, Feminine Leadership was the the focus of that program, 300 Women in the Room. And Mm -hmm. after, you know, my point here is that after the event happened and we were closing up, and you know women how they they'll line up to want to talk to you after an event or do a book signing they lined up they lined up and here's what they had to say thank you so much for doing a program honoring the feminine but doing it in a business environment thank you for so much for bringing a spiritual focus or a feminine focus and and putting it into a business environment because we so long, we so mm. long to be who all of who we are and do it in work, do it in our businesses, do it in our careers, mm. do it in the workplace, bring all of us into those environments. And I knew, really, then, yeah, that I, I knew then that I had to stay true to feminine leadership, feminine success. It was something that I battled when I was in my early career, uh, where yeah. I had left my feminine way over on the side and adopted yep. much more of a masculine um, way of creating. And yeah. so for, for, I think to answer your question is when I see the word create, mm-hmm. create our future, create our destiny, it's different for each one of us. but mm. But my My point is, is that if you're called to create something, if you feel compelled to share something, if you feel, um, there's something new and different, there's, I always see these puzzle pieces that are unique to you and how do they wish to be put together that will give a vision that you're called to create. And so we have to go through a lot of doorways of not being so influenced by the outside world and trusting within much more than we've ever trusted before, because I think right now is a time of innovation. And I believe that right now is a time of innovation being led by women.
0: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, and so, to speak more deeply about that, what are the four questions that will change the way that women create going forward? I think it's to really take it
1: into focus about very much the way I did the interviews that I did. And the very first one was, How have you been equipped to serve? How have you been equipped to serve is the first question. And asking that question is saying, not how has someone told you you're equipped to serve or not how has your education necessarily equipped you to serve, but how has your life experience equipped you to serve? How are some of the choices and some of the most pivotal moments of your life equip you? How
0: I did see. you, you know, by, by going. So sort of like what, what did you build during those pivotal moments inside of yourself? That have given you what you need to carry it out? Yes, but even more than
1: that, what are some of the essential shifts that you made? So Uh, say that you're living a way, uh, uh, you know, say as an example, I was living as an executive for television and film, and my way of being uh, was very masculine. Nothing wrong with the masculine. I enjoy I enjoy my masculine aspects of myself as well, but I was leaning way over in that direction.
0: Yeah, which many women in business are that lean way, way over.
1: Right. You know, there's a, you don't have to look far in business to see yeah. uh, our role models. Are, you know, and, and most of our workplaces are designed to to support that. So uh, when I when I got the insight, uh, my mom passed, and I got the insight to create feminine success, feminine leadership, and what is that, that was a pivotal moment for me. And I had to let go of, you know, I had this big contrast happening now of this pivotal moment led me to release and let go of a lot of identity, a lot of, of, um, over-identifying by, that career and the way I had gone about it. I had to let go of the way I had known to successfully create. And by the way, I still have to let go of this to this day. Coach, a lot of women that were always constantly looking at, you know, that old paradigm, that old model of of creating comes up where it has to be done a certain way or, you know, this is Mm -hmm. the way it's always been done. We've got to stay true to that. And so I had to let go of a lot of these over-identifying about the way I created So that pivotal moment, any pivotal moment in our life that requires that we let go of something Mm -hmm. in order to see more deeply into what we're being guided to create starts to equip us. It starts to equip us, and many times it equips us with something that we've had with us for many, many years, but that's been covered up by a, a, a new belief or a way we think we should be creating rather than the way we've been equipped to to uh, possibly all of our life to lead. Okay. To, So I hope I'm being clear on what that so how have you been equipped to serve could be a a culmination of yes, your education and yes, all of your life experiences. But I like to look at those pivotal moments where you really had to let go of something and how that letting
0: go through that experience equipped you in a brand new way. Okay, because you know, when you let go of something, you're able to adopt something new. You've got the space for that to to come in, or I guess the space for the thing to well up that's waiting to be expressed.
1: Yeah, and it takes courage. This is to move through a pivotal moment and see a life experience from a way that it has empowered you mm-hmm. empowered me empowered you empowered any of us to look at those experiences from the eyes of empowerment and what is this life experience bringing to me what is it how is it equipping me to move into uh, what we could call our you know our soul purpose or more fully expressed mm-hmm. purpose or um just simply making a bigger contribution. How am I being equipped here to where I'm igniting a fire within me, a passion within me that says, I know something now that I didn't know before. And I learned it through a pivotal experience that required that I find courage. It required that I trust myself. It required that I um, let go of a lot of I, I, over identifying in certain ways or the image that I hold of myself, it requires all of this newness. And, um, you know, through that willingness, I believe, to step into that newness, we, we begin to find some confidence, a newfound level of confidence that moves us into the next question. And that yeah, is okay. how, how, what will you do with it? And how will you do it? So we've got this new, we're equipped in a new way, right? And we've got this newfound desire that's come through that discovery of of how we've been equipped through this first question. The second one then is, is what am I going to do with this? So if we go back to, you know, I got this insight, my grandmother, my mother came in and said, a search for the amazing woman. I've been equipped with something through that moment. I had been equipped with new information a new calling within me, a new stirring. Um, and what am I going to do with it? That's the very first question I ask is, what am I going to do with it? Uh, what do yeah. I do with this? And how can I um, begin to step out and use that experience um, to transform the lives of others, perhaps, you know, beginning with myself? And then how can I uh, start to um, um, find some significance in this Way that I've been equipped and the discoveries that I've made. How can I begin to take that out and share it with others in a way that may inspire them to um, to transform in some way, maybe that they had not thought of before?
0: Right. Okay. And so, after you went through the interviews and and all of that, how did you start to apply uh, what you were learning from these women? You know, because that sounds to me that's like. That, like that was the second question, you know, like, how do I apply this next? It, it was big. It was mm-hmm. big because I opened
1: up, um, first I opened up within myself, the feminine qualities that I was so called to find.
0: And mm-hmm.
1: w- one of those was reigniting and, and let's just say, re of my own intuitive gifts. Um, mm-hmm. gifts that I had denied. For a lot of years, oh,
0: I oh so intuition. I,
1: yes, I I, a lot. It's oh one of the my most gosh, important, important things so every And what's so interesting is it's what I stand for. I stand uh-huh. for intuitive living. I stand for creativity through our intuition. I stand for all of this, but I had forgotten that I had denied oh, yeah. that I had overlooked is so Isn't it?
0: Oh my god! <laughs> you know, everything about human life seems to take us away from the who we really are. You know,
1: it's so. And it does take, I will say, it does take a lot of trust and it does take a lot of uh, nurturing to Mm -hmm. really stand in the power of our intuition. But that was one of the first things that I did is I made this decision. You'll love this, is that Mm -hmm. I made this decision that I was only going to make choices and decisions based on intuitive insight. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: Listen to that. I made, I, I made this big
1: decision. Okay. So it yeah. was my declaration was okay, from this moment on, I know what it is to use a sense of reason uh, to make choices and decisions. And I know what it is to be guided, you know, by what, how things have always been. I'm, and I was very good at making decisions that way. But what I had not allowed myself to do was to say, from now on, I'm going to play in the field. Of the unseen, the unknown, the potentials, the possibilities of my intuition. I'm That's gonna, so great, and I'm, and this all
0: started with that anyway. You know, it, it all started. It really did.
1: It all started. Moment, you know, when your mom and grandma. Started. Yeah, it all started. It yeah. all started. It was, you know, we could look back and probably tell that story and find things that I've yet to even recognize. It <laughs> was the richness in that experience of what it was showing me, and I I feel like our intuition was one of the first. My intuition was one of the first realms that I took on um, of making a shift within myself because if we think about it, the feminine is very much immersed in our intuition and our our ability to trust our intuitive insights and and to act yeah. upon that trusting before it's even been shown um, to us. So sometimes we'll get an insight and we don't know where it's taking us, but we're mm-hmm. going to trust and know that it will be exactly the highest good for where we're going. And uh, yeah. getting, you know, getting being on a path of watching and noticing synchronicities and watching and noticing. Um, timing of things and become very, very mindful and present. That's another action of the feminine that I took on is that rather than me leaning so far into the future, what if I try my very best to stay present and mindful with what's unfolding before me and within me? And Mm -hmm. that that came from that, what am I going to do with this? So it was really, the answer to that was, let me learn this myself first. I can't, you know, I'm going to learn this through my interviewing. I'm going to learn this through my sincere interest in people. I'm going to learn this through the reflection that they're showing me, which I believe is very much a reflection of who I am. Uh, When I can recognize it in someone, I believe it's alive within me as well. How can I begin Mm -hmm. to uh, see those things and begin to value those aspects that I so... um, So honor in someone, how is it that I can uh, uh, begin to uh, collaborate with others? That's another very feminine aspect. So I was thrown into this entire world. I think the moment I said, I'm going to trust my intuition and I'm going to, you know, search for the amazing woman and, and feminine leadership, feminine success, it all was, you know, it was my mission for me. To, to discover this and learn this so that it could take it out and share it with others. And then that brings us to the third question is, why does making that difference matter to me? So it couldn't yeah. fully. Yeah, you know, one. yeah. Why does, does it, it? What's your why? Yeah. Why does it matter to me? Was it is a very big question. It's a deep. You notice though, it took me. It took two really deep questions before I could even get to my why. You know, yes. it's like, how have I been equipped, and am I valuing this? That was my first yeah. question. And what life experiences have equipped me in new ways? Where did Where did new courage come from? Where did new confidence stem? Uh, from you know what are these experiences and how can I then that second question is how can I begin to take this out into the world and share it in such a way that it will impact the lives of others but first I had to learn it I had to integrate it I had to and still to this day every day I work to integrate even more because it's a big it's a very big integration it's a very for me that that mission has become very big for me and um, for all of us, I think all of our missions are so rich in content and context in the way we live and so that why? the third question is why does making why is why does taking this out into the world make a difference to me? Why does it matter to me? And by knowing why it matters to me, I'm able to be more immersed in allowing, the fullness of all I have to share and all I have to teach and all the Uh the love I have to give, I'm more immersed in the ability to give it to you, to give it to anyone that is a client of mine or just
0: period. Can you give give some examples of some why the why behind maybe some of your clients um, and, and what motivates them your why? I think it's a great, that's such a great
1: question because our why is very internal. It's not an external. So the why for me would be if we really dig down deep into what is it that i my focus has been, it's to really build our esteem. It's to discover our soul's purpose, but not just discover our soul's purpose, but also hold it in such high esteem and all that stems through our soul's offering, hold it in such honor and value that I wish to inspire that level of esteem within everyone that I meet and work with. Uh, my clients, it comes in lots of different forms, though. What moves us, many times it's our uh, life experience with our own health challenges. I have several clients yeah. that have overcome that major, major health challenges, and yeah. they serve in a way that is incredibly uh, inspiring, innovative, informative, educational, it, that helps to bring forth a new way of relating to their bodies, relating to the food that they eat. You you might even fall into this realm very much so, is that, you know, it matters um, for you to be the educator or the teacher of that because you learned so much of it yourself, perhaps, or you've learned, you know, the need of it through seeing your clients or seeing what's missing in the world. So when it comes to creating our why, we really want it to be a very intimate experience with ourselves. What is it that I've come here equipped for? What are some of the most pivotal moments? What did I learn through those pivotal moments? What is driving me at such a level that I'm passionate about it? I used to say, you know, I'd get on an elevator and uh, anybody on an elevator with me was going to hear, you know, my preach. You know, they were going to hear what I had to say because I was so inspired. I was so moved. My why was driving me at such a level. I had to get it out and share it with others. And I think that when we know our why, whether it be through um, you know uh, something we've discovered that is um, very intimate to ourselves, uh, whether we've gone through a life experience and through that life experience we learned a lot, and now we want to share what we've learned with others, we've kind of set ourselves up to be. Um, very um, informed, we could use the word expert, mm-hmm. but we've you know very informed about a certain subject uh, that we feel right. very passionate about. A why is something that gets you up in the morning uh, yeah. and won't let go of you. It will not let go of you, even if you want to talk yourself out of it and think, "Oh no, I'll go over here and do this." It will, yeah. it will, keep, it will circle back around. You know, there many amazing Women's Day ran for ten years, and I thought, okay, now I've done that, and I think that that's over. And no, amazing woman nation came from that. It's like, it just keeps, there's nothing, it, it's got a hold of me, it's got a hold of me and it won't let go. So your why is a very intimate experience about what it is that you feel moves you so deeply that you cannot not do it. You cannot not share it. Um, and I feel that um, many times we've thought of our why is something that's an outcome um based or more outside of us and Mm -hmm. i believe it comes from a very deep place of knowing more about who you are and what matters most to you and from there you can begin to craft ways that it can be taught and shared and given to others uh, in a way that really makes a difference
0: yeah i was just thinking this podcast so far so meaty i hope people have uh Uh, journals in front of them (laughs) so that you can start journaling these questions because they're, they're very, uh, they, they take you deep inside of yourself and that's where transformation happens. That's where everything that you're talking about happens. It just wells up from inside of you. Um, when you tap into the intuitive, uh, resources that are there all the time. And the yeah, answer so that's, that's right. Right. yes, that's right. the answers to these questions are within
1: each each and every one of us. It's yeah. just that most yeah. of the time we don't for one reason yeah. or the other, we don't take the time or dedicate the time to ask ourselves these things. But when we yeah. do and we say, "Okay, I'm going to change the way I create my future, and I'm going to begin by asking the question, "How have I been equipped?" You know mm-hmm. what are some of those most pivotal moments?" What did I yeah. learn from that experience? And just dig in intuitively. Sit down with—I love the idea of the journal and just pen and paper. Sit down yeah. and write. You know, let let yourself pour out uh, onto paper. How you know you've been equipped? Because I guarantee you um, that how you've been equipped may or may not be something that you're acknowledging in this moment. Because generally, how we've yeah. been equipped. Is so, it's so easy to overlook or feel as average or ordinary.
0: Yeah, you don't recognize yourself as having it's come through so, something really powerful. Yes, you've got that power inside of you. And sometimes we want to push
1: it aside or not acknowledge it. That that was a pretty brave thing that we did. You know, that I just went through. That was pretty. You know, that was a lot of courage. And yeah. man, I made some major shifts there, and I learned a lot. And that's guiding me. And now, what do I want to do with all that? insight and information. And so that next question to journal with is what what can I do with this new, this newfound power, this new found mm-hmm. information, this newfound wisdom? What can I do with this that will possibly transform the lives of another? And will definitely yeah. transform your own life. The moment you start giving it to others, that's when my life really took on a new yeah. dimension. Mm-hmm. Going Isn't through the experience amazing. and learning it, but giving it to others is when your doorway's wide open and it's like that's when you're in relationship with purpose. You're in relationship mm-hmm. with your calling and it's, um, you know, what can I do with it and how will I do it? A great journaling question. Can't do all of these on the same day. It's like give yourself plenty of (laughs) rich (laughs) space because these are these are great deep questions. (laughs) It is, it's a it's a bit of a a process to move through. So, but very valuable and meaningful Mm -hmm. and needed right now. I feel that so many of us, don't you imagine, are looking to connect more deeply with our own selves our lives and how we can um, connect with the lives of others and make a difference in the world. I feel like we're all being simultaneously being called to do that um, in a way that's unique and individual to ourselves.
0: Yeah, we're really in this. I I keep seeing a collective global wake up call where we're being asked to, I've been hearing this from a lot of people where they're saying, you know, I, I've been so busy for so many years and now that I finally have stopped, I have all these things that I've been ignoring, you know, and so this is a great, like these questions are wonderful to help you get to the next level of you, to help you excavate those parts of yourself that are no longer needed Um, to find your purpose, your path, your meaning, especially, you know, I think I know a lot of people have lost their jobs, and they're feeling called to do something that's specific to who they are, you know, to become an entrepreneur like you and I have been for many years. Um, So I think, you know, those things are happening, or even to look for a new career. I mean, there's just so many different
1: Or to write books or to, um, you know, um, create a program, uh, do, you know, create podcasts, create, I just see it in all different areas. It's, uh, um, it could be, uh, taking what you have already been good at and finding a new way to relate to it by understanding new ways that you're being called, you know, new ideas that are being moving through you or new, um, skill sets or new um we could call them gifts new new gifts new skill sets anything that you start to look at from new eyes again and think mm-hmm. wait, wait there's this piece of me that I've kind of left over on the side but now yeah. I can lend that experience to all of the life experience I've had and all the possibly the career and business experience I've had and create something brand new from that so I like um you know, taking what already is and expanding it. I like, you know, I'm pretty bold about throwing things out and starting brand new again. I'm, you know, I think that there's always creativity moving through you. And that's going to lead us to this fourth question, which we can get to this first question, the second question, and the third question, but everybody listening, you've got to promise yourself you're going to do that first question, second question, third question, you get to the fourth question. When you've identified how you've been equipped, what's meaningful to you, when you've identified what you're going to do with it and who you're going to give it to, how you're going to take it out into the world. And then that important question of why does it make this difference matter to me? When you get this really core igniting, this firing up within you of creativity, of passion, of purpose, of of a soul connection, all of this within that fourth question, here's what's going to happen. This Or that third question. The fourth question is, who are your allies and how can they help and support you? And here's what you're going to find is that when you're in that passion, I always say, you know, anything that's passion we're passionate about especially if we're passionate about giving to others we're passionate about our calling we're passionate about our purpose that's the sexiest thing in the world to be you know it just draws to you because when you're centered in your soul's purpose you're lit up you're in alignment, you're creative, you're in that space of knowing why you're here and looking for people that you can give it to so that you can serve and uplift those around you. That is a sexy place to be. That is a very magnetic place to be. And when you're there, people are automatically drawn to you. And how can I support you? You know, how can yeah. I? I don't know what, you know, people used to sign up for my programs. This is the truth. I don't know what you're creating, Marsh, but I just want to be part of it. I don't know what <laughs> I just want to be part of it. And it's a passion. I think it's not, that's not unique to just me. That's unique to all of us when we go inward and we say, I'm going to give myself, I'm going to give myself a keen focus on what matters most, what my life has gifted me, how have I been equipped, how can I make a difference in the world? Because I guarantee you every single one of you, every single one of you listening right now has been equipped in a unique way. You've got life experience that's being asked to be shared with others in a way that will empower not only their lives, but your life as well. And you're being equipped and provided with the experience to be able to make a difference in the world and i i say this with great enthusiasm because right now i don't know what the date is but the end of august 2000, 2020 we're 25th. all we're all being called we are all being called to yeah. make a difference in the world there's none of us that aren't so i think that it's um you know, having these four questions of how will I create my future is a great yeah. timing for this conversation, and I have oh, great enthusiasm for it.
0: Yeah, it couldn't be better timing than this. Um, and it's it's really given people. You know, I, I hear a lot of people will say, "Well, I don't really know," and I don't, you know, to sort of hem and haw about it. But these questions really will help you go inside and and pull it out. You know, find out what's in the way too. And that's the thing you need to process to get to where you want to go when it comes to your path and your purpose and how you can help others and be of service.
1: And even if you know, if you feel you know, if you feel you know, you're on your right path, reviewing these questions will be a refresher or a wake up. It will be like a, a nudge to remind you Um, So I think that no matter where anyone is on their path, whether they're just starting out, whether they're in a period of transition and they're really looking to evolve what they know about themselves and know about their future, no matter where you are on living a calling or feeling as though you're on purpose, these questions will wake us up and realize that we really are here to make a difference. And when we know that, our allies and those that are here to support and help us will start Start to show up around us because if you're equipped, you're also equipped with people that want to care and support um, and help. Yeah. I know it's like out of the woodwork, they will come just in surprising (laughs) ways.
0: Yeah. I love this because it just makes me think of the concept of the women's circle and that's something that has been around for thousands of years and the way that we support each other as women, as the ways that we help lift each other up, you know. It, it, most definitely, I think that when I when I touched on collaboration,
1: those women, a women's circle is so powerful of a collaboration, energetic collaboration, a intentional collaboration where we just you know sitting in circle and and sharing our passions, it's very infectious with each other. You know, we just love uh, it's it, it it inspires each of us to want to stand up taller and uh, be more. Be more supportive of ourselves as well as those in the circle with us.
0: Yeah, it really does. And gosh, thank you so much for being on the show today. Can you tell people uh, uh, where you they can get your books, check out your programs? I know you you run retreats, um, and hoping to do one in twenty twenty one. So, yeah, if you could just tell people a little bit about you, your website.
1: There's two different places. One is marshangle.com. Marshangle.com is where you're going to find um, information about the Sacred Agreements, which is a book that released a couple years ago. I have the re-release of that. It will be coming out in uh, uh, late fall, um, early winter. Um, I've been working on that during the pandemic. I'm very excited about that project releasing. Then you can also head over to Amazing Woman Nation. Dot com, and lots of opportunities there to connect with community. Um, as what we used to do a lot of live and in person events, now we're on hiatus. So there's, but there's opportunities that will be coming up to do things online together, as well as some courses that I'm offering. The new one that I'm just getting ready to release is how to uh, write your future and how to empower your ability to manifest your future through the action of writing. So I'm, uh, oh, I love yeah i just um releasing it in um uh early september so that releases oh, okay. and that's a four part course that i'm offering that i'm very excited about because i feel as though writing is such a powerful tool of communication yes. and communication is such a powerful tool for manifesting and making the changes and making the contribution that we wish to make so i'm using writing as a tool to help us do oh, that that's
0: great yeah write it down <laughs> it's, that's, you know with yeah. the journaling exercises that we talked about earlier with this podcast um yeah I'm, I'm gonna put that down in the the notes when people read about this podcast is just to bring your journal with you because this is really wonderful information thank you so much for being on the podcast today You are so welcome. I'm thrilled to have some time with you. Yeah, you too. And um, thank you listeners so much for listening. Please uh, like the podcast, share it, subscribe to it. Uh, I know a lot of people can benefit from everything that we talked about today and Marsh and her, all of her amazing, just so much wisdom so much wisdom just flows from you um, and that's needed so much in our world today so again thank you so much for listening and i hope this information will help you get well now for more information go to meghayworth.com to sign up for our email list get your free copy of five anti-inflammatory on-the-go lunch recipes and access to our private facebook community thank you so much for listening